0: Hi, welcome to Ghostman Radio Station and tonight my guest is Susanna I'm probably going to say her last name wrong she's probably used to this
1: <laughs> oh
0: Thank you very much I, I, I was going to try to do it but I thought I wouldn't do it justice so I appreciate that Now, um, you have quite an interesting life you've lectured to doctors, nurses, medical students layman people alike. You presented your work with brain injury at a conference at Harvard Medical School. I found is a delayed brain trauma published a published peer-reviewed medical journal. You're also a certified healing touch practitioner and certified hypotherapist whose expertise is emotionally healing in more applicable, agable, applicable and when we wake the stress and caused by COVID, COVID virus pandemic. And she's got a website, it's called www.stoica.com And you're going to talk today a little bit about, about yourself and obviously your latest book, Healing with a Loving Heart. Okay, so
1: what do you want to know about me?
0: Well, just tell me a little bit about how you got to be where you are in your life, because it's quite an interesting thing to um, be able to lecture the doctors and nurses. You must be quite well-learned. Actually,
1: as a training, uh, I was trained as an engineer. I was, uh, in my country of origin, I was one of five first uh, computer design engineers. And uh, I worked on the first Romanian computer. I am originally from Romania. And then I uh, came to the West and I was really lucky because uh, I was part of the people who defined the new technology which eventually allowed uh, notebooks and iPhones and iPads So I had a very interesting engineering life. In parallel with that, uh, at one point in 1982, I discovered that I am able to heal. And that happened because my husband had problems with his back. And as you well know, uh, European men don't like to go to the doctor. And uh, he was suffering really badly with his back. So I had to do something about it. And I decided that the only thing I can do as a person who is not medically trained is to find alternatives. And when I was at the course on polarity healing, which is inspired from uh, Chinese medicine, my hands took off during a practice. And somebody got healed from a very bad lung problem. And uh, I was kind of scared because it didn't fit my engineering training uh, not to be able to control my hands. And when it stopped, uh, the lady told me that she had a very bad flu and after that she couldn't uh, breathe. Uh, Doctors tried all sorts of... uh, would not find anything, tried antibiotics, and nothing helped. But here it was after 20 minutes of my work, she was breathing completely normally. And that got me on the path of uh, researching what happened that day. Uh, One of the main problems that I found was that as an engineer, I thought that Uh, If I was able to help that lady in 20 minutes, if I did the wrong thing, I would make somebody sick in 20 minutes or less. So that was quite an issue. But the truth is that uh, healing is based on intent. So if you intend to help somebody, you are going to help him or her. It took me about uh, two years to figure out what happened that day. Um, a lot of research, a lot of studying, and then my son was diagnosed with, um, adrenal tumor, and I decided at that point that I ha- have to use my knowledge, and I was able to help him, um, the tumor disappeared to the, uh, uh, verified by medical tests, uh, be- when it appeared and when it disappeared. And that started me on the road of collaborating with doctors. Uh, Eventually, I got to work in a medical practice after engineering hours, um, helping doctors diagnose complicated illnesses. Because as a healer, I can see what happened in time, when in time, what happened first and what happened next. So if I collaborate with doctors, they, I can tell them what is the first thing to address and what test to run. And also I I use my knowledge as a healer. So that's how I got where I am. Uh, by the way, on the way, my uh, father told me that I was doing healing when I was seven years old but I didn't know what I was doing it wasn't conscious that I was doing healing
0: and I know that your your book Healing with a Loving Heart Discover the Power of Energy Healing is a bestseller it's filled with true stories of healing of all, when all hope is lost addresses a wide range of diseases and helps you understand how healing process of healing can help you stay healthy, and obviously you've got in there a chapter on the latest subject that we have to all deal with at the moment—the dreaded COVID nineteen or whichever strain you wish to talk about, because there's, there's so many variants out there. I couldn't—we t- would have all all next week to talk about them. Uh, the main
1: thing about COVID. And generally about illness is to know that if you have a strong immune system, then even if you get it, you are OK. I had myself uh, the COVID. I was uh, I, and I was able to get myself on my feet. I was wiped out for three days. Um, I could hardly get out of bed, but I put my back, myself back together and I am 75. So the most important thing is to keep yourself healthy. And the, uh, even if you get it, you can uh, recover. And I worked with people, at, I worked at a distance, and I, was work, I worked people even internationally with COVID, and everybody I worked with recovered and fairly fast. So, I even worked with somebody who was on a ventilator, and less than 24 hours later, she was fine. And I worked with somebody who was three weeks on a ventilator, and uh, she couldn't uh, recover her energy. And uh, in three sessions, she was back again cleaning and cooking. So, uh, you can recover the, the mechanism, the energetic mechanism of illness is that you have um, problems, blockages in the flow of energy. So if you take out those blockages, urinate healing program, which you are born with, everybody is born with, takes over and makes you healthy again. So you can remove those blockages by having somebody like uh, me, who is a healer, you can remove the blockages also with uh, acupuncture. Uh, some people are able through guided meditation to do it. Uh, so whichever way you do it, uh, just go for it. And uh, again, the most important thing is to keep your immune system all at all times
0: strong. So is it like when you, when you say, like when we look, look at things from an emotional perspective, like if we have a positive attitude during any illness, it helps us to recover?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think uh, that the gravity of uh, COVID was accentuated by the media who was constantly talking about how many people died and how horrible the situation was. And some people got uh, attached to the radio and the TV, and they were constantly listening to the statistics. And that uh, gives you a depression. And what energetically happens when you are depressed or you have uh, any negative emotion, like I call them constrictive emotions, like anger, fear, uh, envy, um, all those would collapse your energy field. Our energy field uh, has a certain width specific for each person. And you can feel um, how the energy field contracts. And uh, when it contracts, it's interesting. There is a um, book, Biology of Belief, by uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, where he did experiments with the proteins in our cells, and he demonstrated that the proteins ourselves our cells uh, curve when we are uh, having constrictive emotions. Now, our DNA, it's a protein ladder, right? So what happens if it curves, the DNA ladder will tighten. Uh, when new cells appear, basically the old cell DNA splits in two, half of it dies off, and half of it goes with the information to the new cell, so the cell replicates the same type of tissue. Now, if the DNA is tightened, we can imagine that it the information might not be correct, that is transmitted to the new cell. Again, if we relax. And we have positive emotions. The replication is correct. So it's a very physical reason why we have to have a positive attitude.
0: And also, but you you say you um that the, um, the turmoil in your now the turmoil is a lot in lots of countries. And do you think that because? They're becoming a big them and us society? Like, say you've had the vaccine and you haven't had the vaccine. There's a bit of, um, uh, oh, you won't be able to go to festivals and things like that. Do you think that that will lead to hatred or unfairness or?
1: Uh, I think that, the... You feel like taking the vaccine you should take it if you feel safer with the vaccine i think that people who don't want to take the vaccine uh, have the should have the freedom not to take it and people who have the vaccine should be at peace that uh, having the vaccine they are safe so they do, shouldn't hate the people who don't want to take it for religious reason or just conviction that they don't want to have it
0: um you, you, um, how you you say that like an energy field affects your physical, mental, and emotional well-being? Do you mean by energy field like auras or something like that?
1: Yes, uh, that's how uh, the name of the in esoteric uh, world is aura, but it's an energy field uh, which is inside our body. It's also outside our body, and it becomes less and less dense as as we go further and further from the boundaries of the physical body. And it absolutely influences everything, uh, how we feel. For example, I had a case of a woman who uh, could not think straight. She she couldn't uh, push her uh, thoughts to a conclusion, and when I tested her, Uh, her energy field was shifted. Uh, I couldn't feel it in her head but it was more extended past her feet. And it reflected exactly what uh, she was feeling. I saw people who had the the energy field shifted uh, to the right or left and they felt out of balance. So uh, people feel what's
0: happening with the energy field. Uh, and they will tell you. And uh, There's a lot of uh, study into uh, people taking pictures of their auras, I mean. There's lots of um, theories in, uh, out there. There's quite a lot of evidence out there as well. There's, um, yes. There's quite a lot of um, people like yourself that talk about it. And it's been done in... Um, Chinese and Indian medicine for centuries, isn't it?
1: Yes, they have a, a lot of knowledge about the energy field, why they couldn't take pictures. They have very precise uh, knowledge. And I heard from somebody that the uh, pathways for uh, acupuncture were actually discovered by testing people who were very sensitive uh, to the acu- the flow of energy and they would be able to tell the doctors uh, the practitioner acupuncture practitioners uh, when they put in the needle which way the energy would flow. and that's how they made the acupuncture maps.
0: I find an uh, bit-
1: Also I, an interesting thing that I had the opportunity to work with somebody who was doing aura pictures. And uh, I did pictures of different people and I, uh, I knew how they were feeling and I did it before and after healing, for example, I saw the differences in, in the picture itself. And also I found uh, an interesting thing. Um, I, I had a husband who was terribly depressed and he wife was very tired and when I did the the pictures of both of them and I compared them I saw that the wife was picking up the energy of the husband you could see it in the field so that's why she was trained
0: I like the fact that you connect with um, uh, this theory about helping the the positive activity in healing because you um, help parents with children that have autism or cognitive delay how these methods can improve brain infection. I myself have mild brain dis- brain vessel disease, the brain, which affects my cognitive skills. So I'm interested in that. how it would help people like myself. Uh, I found uh,
1: that uh, people who are um, brain injured, for example,
0: can regain
1: capabilities. Uh, interestingly, they have to have more than 50% of the brain healthy. It's like the one part of the brain is learning from the other part of the brain how to recover. Uh, I also found that autism is related to an energetic. Uh, problem. Uh, we feed from also from the environment, and people who have autism uh, typically don't have that connection, and uh, that m- makes a lot of sense that they co- cannot re- uh, relate to their environment. And once that uh, connection is reestablished, they relate much better. It depends to what level. It depends. There are also other uh, problems, but uh, once the connection to the environment is re-established, they usually function better.
0: I suppose that goes along with food. If you eat certain foods, with additives and things like that, like, we don't always look at the E numbers and the preservatives in most foods, do we? Yeah, uh,
1: what... A- the environment has a great influence of, over our health. Again, uh, the physical, it's impacted by toxicity uh, in the environment, in, uh, only driving on highways. And we, uh, at least in the States, we drive very large distances to get to work every day. So we pick up a lot of toxicity. The food has a lot of preservatives, especially if you don't cook yourself. And people being so busy uh, go for the takeout. So, uh, we accumulate this toxicity, and what it does, uh, the uh, cells of our body can't function properly. Uh, they are weighed down by this toxicity. So, it is very important what you put into your body, and especially the water the quality of water that you put in your body is very important because the water helps eliminate uh, toxicity.
0: Now, amongst your other books that you've published at the moment, um, I'm looking at some of your books on your website. You've got Five Mirrors, Five Blessings, Cooking uh, After uh, Brain Injury.
1: my idea about my books is to give people all the tools to uh, keep themselves healthy and five mirrors five blessings deals with the emotional side of uh, being healthy and I found a lot of people having problems to go for emotional work and this book is both a story if you want to take it as such but it's also a starting workbook so makes people more, I hope it makes people more comfortable to start their emotional work. It gives them an idea of how emotional work happens.
0: Our next one's cooking after brain injury easy cooking for recovery. Uh,
1: that book was born because I had uh, two traumatic brain injuries on the same day which basically stopped my life for a while, uh, I at the time of the accident, I was uh, both working as a highly qualified engineer, and after engineering hours, I was working uh, in a medical practice. And suddenly, I found myself uh, not being to do either. More than that, not being able to. Even
0: <laughs> your friend is uh, complaining. Yes, yeah, I Let's see. shut up.
1: <laughs> so, uh, I found myself not being able to, uh, to find words in any of the languages I speak. And I am fluent
0: in three languages. Oh, that's so cute. I have a big on myself. <laughs> so, right. um. So, uh,
1: That was quite a trip, and one of the tools that I, of course, there are no recovery programs as such. There are coping programs for people with brain injuries. They teach you techniques for coping. And uh, I decided when I was at the lowest point uh, that I had to use my knowledge of healing uh, to recover because by, that, by the time I had my injury, I was already working for with people for 15 years to recover from brain injuries. And one of the things I, I found as being very useful is cooking, because cooking ha- requires sequencing, one of the things that you lose when you have a brain injury. And, uh, In the beginning, I wasn't able to cook more than one thing at a time, and I had to do meditation before I would uh, start. I had to buy the food the day before, and no one could come into the kitchen or talk to me while I was cooking because I would forget where I was uh, with the cooking, and I would burn stuff. (laughs) I nearly burnt out my home twice because I forgot that I was cooking, and I went out of the house. So I, it took me about 10 years to find a technique by which I could cook reliably, and uh, I decided to share it with people because it was so useful for me to, uh, for recovery. And what is the most interesting thing about it is that uh, when I was publishing the books, there are five volumes, more and more complex, as you go through them. Uh, as I was cooking for the books, I went from being able to cook one dish per day with the shopping before the day before to being able to cooking multiple interleaved uh, dishes on the same day, which was fantastic.
0: And well, know your next book is, Heal Your, heal your Brain Reclaim your life. How to recover and thrive after concussion, which is obviously a very important thing. Because obviously, we at, at the moment in sport, we're talking about rugby and football and the head heading the ball and knocking your head, causing concussion and wrestling and things like that. And now they're stopping players from getting back on the pitch where they used to let them just go on and run around, which is obviously very dangerous.
1: Uh, The book came about because I found myself having this brain injury and I was sent from one person to the next uh, to try out all sorts of useless uh, treatments which were all out of pocket. Uh, I spent a lot of money. I had, uh, among other things, frontal brain injury. And when you have frontal brain injury, you don't know how to stop. And I found myself at the end of the year that I I spent a ton of money for useless stuff. So the book tells people I had extensive injuries, not only brain injury, but other injuries too. So I I am telling people what really helps. And uh, uh, it's a very good book for people to have on hand. Uh, to know what to do immediately after a brain injury. Uh, especially parents should have it uh, to be able to reference this as soon as their child has an injury because ch- children get uh, injured at school when they do sports. As well as telling how you can recover in the long range And how you can improve your memory as an older person as you grow up in age. And how to test for it. How to test for uh, brain injury, which is very important. Both for kids and for older people.
0: And uh, another one is Reluctant Healer, an Introduction to Energy Healing.
1: That was my first book. And uh, that came about because I was working in a medical practice, and people were asking me, how do I work? What is this energy? Where is it coming from? How does it uh, influence our physical body? So I decided, other doctors from other practices were asking me uh, the same question. So I decided to write a very simple book, because I couldn't find one to re- for, as a reference and this book is very simple it goes through the story of one healing step by step as well as the most frequently asked questions and at the end it has some exercises by which people can feel the energy as well as help somebody who has some pain so people can experience for themselves the energy and the effects of the energy.
0: And have you got your, can you tell me about your latest book? Uh,
1: healing for the Loving Heart uh, came about from the desire to help people uh, have more options, more healing options. And I am describing a lot of uh, illnesses, some of them considered as not having uh, um, a solution in uh, medical practice. And for example, ALS is considered terminal. And to my surprise, working with ALS, I found that uh, actually, in some cases, are treatable. Now, this makes sense because ALS is uh, diagnosed by elimination. If you don't have this and that, and that, you probably have ALS. I found that ALS can be caused by uh, some things that are not normally tested for in mainstream medicine, but by looking at the book and looking at the tests and asking the doctor, even if you have to pay out of pocket, you might find yourself being able to recover.
0: I think I find this uh, topic very fascinating because, as I say, I don't disbelieve in healing. I mean. It's been around for such a long time i think it's only now we've so-called we've accepted it more than we now that in this age i mean back in the ancient times it wouldn't even be it wouldn't be um quibbled about would it you'd go to your local healer in it's an alternative to modern medicine, or the medicine that was around the time. Now, now, if it works, The modern
1: medicine
0: is the alternative. It it. Oh, yes, aye. Hey. It's, it, it, it's... Whatever works, works. I never disbelieve it, because we all believe in... If you look at the Bible, it's full of Jesus healing people. And we accept that, don't you, when you read the Bible with it, or whatever religion you are, there is always a healing aspect in the book, in a certain books so like the Quran and uh, whatever. And...
1: Or, or Native Americans, or you go to Australia's aborigine, they all have the same belief in energy fields, which is amazing. You go to shaman, shamans in uh, Russia, uh, we had a tradition of healers in Romania with herbs and all that. We had herbs. Uh, healing herbs before we had medications medications actually are uh, is, were originally inspired by herbs and they separated the so called active part of the herb that's how medication started now they are designer uh, medications but uh, in the beginning it was extract, uh, trying to, to replicate the, the herbs so uh, healing is, is something that existed and it was
0: practiced uh, before uh, our era. Well, I, I, I honestly believe it. I think we, we're very capable, as you said, of positive thinking, which is a form of self-healing in, in a way. And I think, I think that does help people. I've, I've tried to have a more positive outlook now than I did. I used to have a more negative outlook. And I realise I've been a better person since I've had that change of heart. I'm not going to say it don't get negative now and again, because that would be a lie. But because I call it the pandemic blues, as I said earlier, we're bombarded every day with all this information. And, and, and it gets to the stage, it's like when you watch the news and they say, oh, 50,000 people died. And you go, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, we get immune to it. We don't mean to, but we all do. It's a human race, we watch things and we do things and we just switch off. Uh, you, uh,
1: we switch off, but still uh, our brain registers at, uh, the terrible news. And
0: that's why we get the blues. Yes, I think we should try to look to more positive stuff. Have you got anything else in, in uh, you've got lined up, Susan? Uh,
1: Again, uh, the most important thing that I want to uh, to share with people is the importance of keeping yourself healthy. And the things that you can do to keep yourself healthy is the most important thing, believe it or not, is a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. And uh, that uh, you can enhance it by having... uh, gratitude journal, and it's very simple. You take any notebook, and you write up every evening before you go to bed five things that you are grateful for. And that can be a a beautiful day, or you played with your grandkids, or you had a good meal. It doesn't matter, but you have to do it regularly. And what happens eventually in time, you are going to start noticing around yourself all these wonderful things that you can uh, be grateful for, which switches your way of uh, thinking from looking, uh, noticing the negative stuff more, which is uh, the normal way people are, are uh, functioning, to noticing the positive stuff. The next most important thing is uh, uh, to have good oxygenation. And good oxygenation uh, can be obtained with uh, fast walking outside. You don't have to run to destroy your knees. Uh, You can just fast walk, which is much safer. And uh, while you walk, just look at the nature, because looking at the nature, again, lifts your spirits. The other thing is to drink good quality water Water is very important, uh, both for, for signaling, cell signaling, as well as for detoxification of the body. It contributes to our uh, digestion. Uh, it contributes to uh, electrolytes in our body. So it's very good, very important to have good quality water and enough water. And I want to to say here that I found people who were older, who didn't drink enough water, and literally their brain was dried up. And if it wasn't for a long time, and they started drinking more water, uh, their brain improved, their brain function improved. And... Drinking water, especially when you are di- dehydrated, is important to drink about quarter cup to half a cup at a time, because if you drink more, your system will just straight eliminate it. And the third important thing, believe it or not, is a diet. And the best diet is an alkaline diet, which means no, no sweets. Uh, so nothing that produces sugar in your system which includes alcohol breads uh, cookies, pasta and uh, even milk if you have milk the best is to have in the shape of yogurt with active cultures Uh, we tend to produce mucus when we have milk so the best Uh, diet is to have a big salad every day, green salad every day and combine it with some protein and uh, try to eat things that are green as much as you can and be grateful for what you have on your plate because if if you play, if you pray before you eat or if you just think about With gratitude about having food on your plate your digestion will be
0: better as I say um, is there anything you'd like to add to tell people where to go to find your books or information about healing
1: my books are available on Amazon.com all of them and if you want to find out uh, what are they about all of them in one place Uh, easy access is on my website which is uh, either uh, it's the same website uh, healingbraininjury.com or my last name s-p-o-i-c-a.com
0: i'm glad you helped me say your (laughs) last
1: Also, I have to specify that on my website you will find a lot of uh, connections to different interviews, so it's a wealth of information regarding
0: Well, yes, I was going to say, you've done quite a lot, and I think you should be proud of yourself, Susanna, because anything that gets information out there is always worth it at the end of the day. Um, Now, I always ask my guests this following question. Susanna, what is your unique sign-off?
1: What is my unique sign-off? Don't
0: understand really. uh, What would your last words be? What would you like to say? So, you know, like... Um... Oh,
1: the sign-off. Yeah. <laughs> my unique sign-off is... Uh, always remember that... Uh, Gratitude is the most positive uh, emotions you can have. So be grateful for what you have and be kind to others and uh, you will have a much better life.
0: Now mine to you Susanna is I talked to Susanna today I couldn't remember an I was we say. She helped me say it with passion and awe. She's a healer and much much more. She talks about things that are, uh, help you in lots of ways. Because she's been there, you see. She's read the book. She's got the T-shirt. She's even got the movie somewhere out there, maybe. See, I enjoyed our little chat. And then, and even the dog tried to interfere at one point, but she didn't mind. So I'd like to say thank you, Susanna, for being on my show. Please, people, look out for our uh, fantastic books. And check out our website, where you'll find lots of information,
1: www.stoica.com. Thank you so much.